Hello, and welcome to this episode of Say Something Interesting. This is the follow-up podcast for Eastlake Tri-Cities Church. My name is Megan, and with me is our teaching pastor, Brent. Hey, everybody. Hello. You didn't sit down and check your mic before you uh, pressed record, did you? No, it's a little high. I'm adjusting <laughs> on the fly. It's all good. We got it. Hello. How are you, Brent? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. I didn't have to send anyone out of class or write a referral today, so it's a good day. It's a good day. I had to do that several times last week. Yeah. I talked about teachers on Sunday. You sure did. And I, I, I made some comments about, you know, <laughs> showing up and volunteering. And, and, uh-huh. Yep. And, uh, and, did you get some flack for that? Well, as soon as I sat down during <laughs> communion, this is really funny. I sat down in communion, and who's in the front row but Chris Pitzer, uh-huh. who leans over and whispers in my ear, teacher pay is actually pretty good. I'm pretty happy with it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for, I mean, Washington State is like one of the high, is maybe the highest paid state in the country, but one of the highest paid states in the country. Because I said something about you don't get into it because of the money. Yeah, I mean, but you still don't get into it because of the money. Right, I know. Because honestly, the headaches of teaching are not worth the money, even if you do get paid well wherever you teach. Yeah. Um, And Tri-Cities actually, like our salaries are really, are good. And um, I, so yeah. I told him, well, don't tell your union rep that. Just keep that to yourself and live with it. You know what I mean? So, uh, Yeah. It is funny, though, that you say that because I was, like, all week last week, I'd been planning to I'd been planning to go to the basketball games on Friday at yeah. night. Then I guilted you into it? No. And then, oh, you went no, last no, 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 Friday. last Friday. Okay, got it. And then I had, like, an awful, awful behavior week. Yeah. And I was like... Nope. Nope. They didn't earn it. I was like, I can't be Miss Bojan for one more second. Like, I I cannot. Yeah, yeah. Um, because if I go, it's not, I'm not, it's not for fun. It's not, I mean, maybe it's for fun, but like, I'm still Miss Bojan. I'm still like teacher. Yeah. And I was like, nope, can't, can't do it. And they played Richland. I don't remember who they played. Yeah, honestly, but... um, it was, uh, it was Richland, I believe. And okay. I don't think it went well. Um, yeah because richland's really good. richland so, is really good yeah. right yeah they're yeah. traditionally quite good at basketball yeah my daughter it plays on the c team okay. for chihuahua had a game at richland on saturday right on saturday correct and they won on a last second shot Ooh, that's so it exciting was, it was drama drama in whatever the pit whatever they call their little downstairs in the ground gym that oh, they have uh-huh, there yeah uh-huh. um it was awesome it was great nice. yeah. yeah um she didn't make it but she was uh you know we were cheering yeah it was still yeah. she was still part of the team still part of making it happen <laughs> uh and then grayson had a basketball game as yeah, well you're, just, you're in the sports that's the mode we're in of life. this one get this though uh eight o'clock was the, I, know, I saw a picture the that, that Kylie posted. Uh, yeah, and they had pictures that day. They wanted oh us my there gosh. at 7 a.m. On a Saturday. On a Saturday. That is rough. Yeah. Mm. We got in there, and uh, like there's some parents that were there, and obviously like one kid's late, so they don't want to do the team photo until the oh, last no. kid's there. And Kylie looked around and made a comment about how, look, it's mostly dads here with their kids at this time. And I said, <laughs> yep. Then here we both are together. Yeah. <laughs> so she came with me. She did great. It was fine. Um, but yeah. That's really funny. Sorry, it's, I think I might sneeze. So if. Do it. Um, just Right in the mic. Make I, it happen. I'm not going to do it right in the mic, but I'm just warning everyone because yeah. I'm kind of a loud sneezer. So yeah. maybe and I scared it away. Then we also, we had a little fun this weekend too. We took the kids to a hockey game on Friday night. Oh, nice. Um, and. Uh-oh. <laughs> at the hockey game, 
You look like you're about to explode. (laughs) No, it's just like, you know, the like sneeze tickle. Anyway, keep going. At the hockey game At the hockey game, we have all four of our kids. And then uh, London had a friend as well. And there was a a blind side that took place right on center ice. Is that a fight? uh, No, like, you know, somebody hit somebody and they didn't see it was coming because it wasn't like a... It wasn't a legal play. Got it. Uh, the helmet came flying <gasps> off, and he was on the ice for several. One of our players. Oh no! And like it was like uh, that awkward, like everybody in, in the, in the, oh, and then they scored a goal right after that. So oh. they, they they hit him, and everything kind of went crazy for a second. And a goal was scored. So everybody Wait, was the like, Americans scored a goal. Yeah, the, the Americans oh, scored a okay. goal. And so it was like, do we cheer? Do we not cheer? Yeah. And everything like it was. They had to bring out like doctors oh, no. onto the ice oh, and, a, no. and like a stretcher. That's scary. Yeah, it was like. 10 minutes probably. Oh it felt like about 50 minutes, but it was about 10 minutes. And then they had to haul him off on a stretcher and he, went, he ended up going to the hospital. Like concussion, he's fine. Everything's whatever. Yeah. But it was that weird, it was just, it was nothing going on. It was like pin drop silence mm-hmm. while they're on the ice checking on him. And then they pull him off on the stretcher and everybody's clapping. And then all of a sudden the horns start going off because <laughs> of the goal. And it was a really close game. <laughs> Um, and it was like zero zero. Uh, oh, no. no, I think it was one zero at the time. But it had been that was in like the second period, so yeah. there wasn't a lot of goals, and yeah. so everybody's like, finally. Plus, um, they do like this promo <laughs> where after the first goal of the game, beers are like half off for uh-huh. like ten minutes. Yeah. So like the countdown's on. So it's like, hey, we know he's going to the hospital with a concussion, but guess what, guys? Beers are on sale for five bucks. <laughs> you know, it was just, it was really. <laughs> it was weird. Like, yeah, totally weird. Yeah. I don't know what I should be feeling right now. I have mixed feelings about all of this, <laughs> but I'll be right back. <laughs> but I'll be right back. Uh, uh, no, not no. me though. Yeah, it was not like me. Dry January. Two more days. Yeah. Well, one more day <laughs> one really more tomorrow. Yeah. Pretty exciting. Yeah, very exciting. Yep. Kylie's like, what, what are you gonna? What are you gonna have for your first one back? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll come pick me up whatever time. No, just kidding. <laughs> Uh, no, I have no idea. That'll be good. It'll be fun. Uh, I'm excited. Really yeah. January's almost over. We're I almost know. into February. It's, February's it's on Wednesday. It's chilly again. It's, um, we you know. We had like a fake spring on Friday. Dude, Friday was 55 degrees. Yep. I washed all three cars in the household. Nice. I, I We got a bunch of yard stuff kind of cleaned up. It was like, I was ready for spring, man. I was like in spring <laughs> cleaning mode. And then I know. Our, I had a couple of kids and I could tell they were ready for spring too. And I was like, don't believe it. Yeah. Y'all. I don't believe it, guys. <laughs> That's exactly what Kylie said. You remember we did this last yeah. year, and then you know what we got was like three feet of snow. I know in March. we often. I mean, I haven't lived here my whole life, but it does seem like we often get a like warm week the end of January that tricks everyone. Yeah, and then February is like, ha ha, yeah, suckers. Yeah, dude, <laughs> I'm still winter. Still winter, guys. Very <laughs> cold here. Very cold. Yeah, it was uh, chilly for sure. And we've got down in our downstairs office, one of our HVAC units here at the theater. Oh yeah, yeah. has decided to take a go on strike that, for a little like, bit. That uh, happens pretty much every and year. And it is a frigid 40-something degrees in that room right now. <laughs> but that's also the unit that does the bathrooms, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which, so our bathrooms are nice and chilly and our Which office is, really is nice and chilly. Which is really funny because the women's bathroom is usually the like first Roasting. stop for the air vent. Roasting so hot. In the winter, it's usually like a sauna in there. Yeah. And you're like, is this really the environment we want to make hot? <laughs> totally. <laughs> Bacteria flourish in this kind of environment, in this kind of heat. Yeah, it's a weird deal because the thermostat's in the hallway by the door. Yeah. And so when the door gets opened up, the cold air comes rushing in. And so it always, but the temperature in the bathroom is just like a sauna. 
It's 90 degrees yeah. in here. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing we can do. Sorry, guys. Live with yeah, it. Yeah, it's pretty. Enjoy it. Ah, uh, old spaces. Yep. Ah, They're great. So good. Uh, anything else <laughs> exciting happen in your life? Uh, oh, I took an eight-year-old to Olive Garden this weekend. Oh, so, did you lose a bet? How did no, this, what happened? Because um, I'm the best auntie ever. Oh, okay. Um, she's like the daughter of one of my really close friends. Okay. And um, her birthday was a few weeks ago. Did you pick the place or she picked um, the place? Well, I like suggested it because I knew she liked it. So and you she was pulled like, in the yeah. parking lot? Well, like, and here's why I suggested what it. What do you want to like eat? This. You'll, no. <laughs> um, you'll likewise, because uh, I had gift cards. Oh, yes. <laughs> I was like. A woman after my own heart, let's Megan. take yeah. an eight-year-old here because I think she'll like it. Yeah. And she did. Um, and you can either do Olive Garden or a Jumbo Jack from well, <laughs> Jack in the Box. <laughs> no, I, I said, you can pick wherever. But I was thinking Olive Garden might be fun. And she likes Olive Garden a lot. So Yeah. Um, so yeah, we like hung out for two hours, just Man, her and I. It's been a while. It's been a hot minute. Since I know. Been yeah, I hadn't been in a long time either. Well, and I was thinking while I was there, I was like, oh, Brent used to work here. That was one of my first jobs. <laughs> you were like a busboy, right? I was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they have like a whole when, cart now. Did you have a cart when opened, you were a busboy? No, they didn't have a cart. Yeah. No, they have like a whole busboy cart. Yeah. Uh, they would, uh, before they even opened, I was, I was on the launch team for that. Oh, wow. And they would walk around. I remember they had this, um... Uh, this guy who, uh, like a thick accent. I don't know. I can't remember where he was from, but he was walking around. He was the service trainer. And he would just walk around and then all of a sudden just throw a glass against the wall and it would shatter. And then the busboys would have to run over and clean it all up. You had to like practice the procedures because Uh it's glass. And so you got to wear the glove, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? (laughs) And, but he would just be walking around. What an like, extreme way to do oh, that. Oh, totally. And he, he did it too. Like just all of a sudden randomly just push. And be like, oh, jeez. Are people going to do this? Oh, like, my God. Is this, where, is this normal Opa, Friday night? Like, that's a different culture. Yeah. Um. <laughs> totally. I'm, I don't know where you come from, buddy. We don't throw glasses against yeah. walls here. What is this? 1795 for a shrimp scampi? So anyway, uh, I do miss being able to bring home like the food though. That was oh yeah, uh-huh. that was pretty good, man. Yeah, we got like half off or I don't know, I can't remember what it was. When yeah, you worked, for your was, employee discount or yeah, whatever. I think when yeah. you worked a shift, you got a free one. But if you came in off your off time, it was half off. I don't oh, know what nice. it was, yeah. but I ate a lot of a lot of Olive Garden. So it's <laughs> probably great for but your I was salt intake. Playing like high school sports. Oh uh, well, yeah. So then Olive the Garden's pasta, like the perfect. Yeah, it was fuel, man. Yeah, it was yeah. fantastic at yeah. the time. It so. was really fun, actually. And so, um, you know, she and I just hung out, and, and then I took her. To, she also got her ears pierced for her birthday, like with her mom. Okay. So I got her some earrings too, which she was really excited about. Okay. So. I know she's just like one of my how favorite old kids. Eight, she just turned eight. Cool. Yeah, she's in second grade. All right. Um, she's one of my favorite kids, and I love hanging out with her. So that's fun. I just, you know. How was little... the mall? You went to the mall for that? No, Olive oh. Garden's not in the mall. No, I know, but you, oh, you said Oh, no, ears we pierced. went to Target. Oh, okay. I didn't go to the, I didn't get her ears pierced. Her mom oh, did. Oh, okay, got it, got it. Um, and they did go to the mall for that. Yeah. I think. But not to Claire's. They went to like a tattoo place in the mall, okay. but, or piercing place in the mall. When was the last time you went to the mall? Jeez. Oh, I actually went right before Christmas because- Barnes & Noble doesn't count. Okay. Well, I went- count. Through Barnes and Nobles and went into Dick's. Yep, that's that's, <laughs> the, that's the only arm of that place I've been into in. But that doesn't count. Two years? No, it doesn't count. That's not the mall. It's they just still the to be mall at the parking mall. lot. No, that's not the same thing. <laughs> that's not the same as walking through, and I don't know food courts and and okay. Stop then in that case, whatever else. It's been a while. Yeah. I can't remember honestly. Yeah. But I used to work there. 
London went there over the weekend uh, with a friend just to go shopping at the mall. Did you ever watch um, How I Met Your Mother? Nope. Okay. Well, then never mind. Yeah. But one of the characters is like, she has a song and it's about the mall and it's funny. So and that's it, what I always think. And at first I was like, why would you go to the mall and do that? And then I saw, she like took a bunch of pictures and sent them and I was like, oh, we used to do that as kids all the yeah, time. That it's was, just a play, it's like a convenient place to hang out. Yeah. We did yeah. that all the time. Uh-huh. And then you just like, I don't know. I don't even know where Buy to Buy a pretzel at Annie's. And- yeah, I guess. <laughs> is that still there? Probably yeah, is. Uh-huh. Yeah. And wander around. I think it's Auntie Anne's. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> Whatever, it's close enough. Close enough. Yeah. Uh, good. Well, on Sunday, we concluded our This Time Around series, our series on Resolve. We talked about making a difference. Uh, we talked about giving ourselves away for the sake of others, or as Jesus would put it, the kind of the terminology he would use is die to self. Uh, and uh, then you'll be, you know, the person who loses himself will find himself, that sort of thing. And mm-hmm. um, we talked about a, a couple of thoughts that I had come across a few years ago when it came to you know developing community and creating a structure of belonging uh, when I was looking at it early to thinking it through the lens of a church plant which I think is a different mindset than what we have now and there are some shifts there but I thought it was interesting what did I like what did I have you ever gone back and, and read a book that you uh, like read 10 years ago and you're like what did I underline that what, what did I like that or maybe know. a movie or anything like that I don't know if I've done one that I like highlighted yeah but I have reread books. It's definitely different when you read it again. The Bible that I preach from and uh-huh. I have up with me on stage is a Bible that I got when I was 16. Oh, wow. And my parents gave it to me. It's kind of like, I don't know, nostalgic for that reason. But yeah. I never read from it anymore. That's not my reading Bible. <laughs> yeah. I, in fact, the only time I ever touch it is Sunday mornings. I store it in the downstairs <laughs> office and I bring yeah. it out and, and do that. So you look but, official. Uh, I do have little notes that I wrote to myself in the margins when you of were that 16? when I was, yeah, prob- I don't think I read it when I was 16. I'll oh, be honest okay. with you. It was probably in college because part okay. of some college classes that I would take would be like, you have to read the New Testament or whatever, you know? Yeah. And so then you're reading and making notes and it's just funny to go back and even read some of the notes in the margins uh-huh. on what you would write about yourself or prayers or I don't know, just different mm-hmm. thoughts. So anyways, some of those thoughts uh, on that book came out and uh, we talked about, um, you know, people who, who are a part of creating something have more buy into it. That's common sense. We know that. Give people a project, they'll develop community as a result of it. If you want to create community, find something for them to do. I thought about teachers for sure and group projects and all mm-hmm. of that and yeah. classroom stuff. Kids hate group shop. They projects. absolutely do. I, I but understand it's not, that. It's because like other kids don't do Nobody it. Nobody pulls enough of their weight, yeah. right? One person ends up... Oh. So it's successful when all members are actively participating, which yeah. I have a couple activities that require all participation from everyone in the group that are like fun enough that everyone wants to do it. And those are always my most successful like group activities. Yeah. So, and then you create the norms, uh, norms of a culture, norms of a classroom, and those things don't happen by accident. And they take a lot of long time to kind of develop. And you know this, I know this from leading an organization, the norms can come and go and it kind of changes with the kids too. You probably mm-hmm. have different norms in your classroom this year, this trimester than you did last trimester. And it's it's almost sometimes like, man, right when I have gotten into their, the, uh, some sort of a norm that I really like, these kids are graduating to the next class. Or do, I remember that as a youth pastor <laughs> being like, as a youth pastor, I've got these kids for four years in high school ministry. And yeah. like my fourth year, I'm like, these are great. I know these kids. I know who I can 
talk to and say, knock it off, and who I need to be kind to and lead with grace, mm-hmm. and those I, I need to like speak harshly to because that's what they deserve, and then they freaking graduate and they're gone. I'm like, this is going to be so much easier when I'm a pastor and people aren't leaving, uh... and then people leave, <laughs> and it happens all the time. So, uh, you know, different uh, yeah. phases of, of leading organizations. Yep, yep, yep. I don't think that ever goes away. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. That's different for me because in Pasco we do trimesters. Yeah. And so, like, I get whole brand new set of kids every trimester yeah so it's like it's not so how do you feel like you manage that in the if, with a shorter <sighs> with a shorter term knowing that yeah. you've got what two or three months with those kids yeah um, i just i have a same set of like expectations yeah that i've had now they've changed slightly like over the course of the three years i've been teaching this is my third year teaching um, but they're more or less the same. Okay, let's let's back work backwards then, because you were part of a after school program <laughs> yep. uh, that you led for how many years? Well, I was a site manager for three years, but I've I was part of that you were with program the organization for in a way for like six years. Yeah, and you had people that you worked with consistently, right? Over time, yeah. I a mean, few. people came and go. Yeah, but, people come and go in that. But kind you were of the job, site manager setting the. Setting well, the I was con- again. I was only the site manager for three years. Okay. So the other three years, I was like an assistant manager or just like a like a teacher or whatever. Yeah. So, and those uh, the people that would work for you with you volunteers paid part time, paid, uh, paid part time. And uh, I know in those r- roles and. Places yes. and those kinds of organizations. Again, people are not signing up because they're making, a, they're getting rich off of. After well, no, activities. they're not getting rich at all. Yeah, exactly. They're there partly because, um, probably because they they love the schedule works for them. Yeah, I mean, um, a lot of them are there because they do need that income. Yeah. Um, you know, they are getting paid. They do need that income. Yeah. But it's also like, I mean, for a lot of them, uh, a lot of them end up being like school day employees who stay like paras or like I had some kitchen staff um and then they would stay after and do after school just because it was like convenient and they already knew the kids and part of the program um but some of them were like college students or high school students who um like that schedule worked for them and uh yeah so and and they looked to you as supervisor boss oh I was boss right yeah Yeah, you're boss yeah so you've been I mean I hired them both sides of the fired the thing for you know on because now you, yes, you have students that you're trying to build norms with. Oh, yeah, but also, I'm not the boss. Yeah, exactly. You, in fact, my boss walked in today, like the principal walked in today. He was just giving me my like W 2, but I was like, hi, Ms. Morales. <laughs> yeah. You're now in that spot where you are, you, I'm sure you are wanting to try and be the kind of employee that you wished other people would have been for you or, mm. uh, and here's here's why I'm saying why, with where this. Where are you getting? Okay, where are you going to? I wanted to make it clear that yesterday's talk wasn't just hey, you need to find space to volunteer and do and and show up. It can also be in a paid position where you don't just do the bare minimum to like oh yeah okay. just meet your salary qualifications. Is, yeah. Did I did I qual? Are you gonna fire me if I don't? You know whatever. No. Okay, then I'm good. No, to make a difference, you've got to go above and beyond that. It can you can make a difference in a spot where you're generating income to be able to pay the bills and do things mm-hmm. but it's it's about an attitude of i'm not it's also thinking about through the lens like a of, quality yeah so it like you can you can like punch in punch out when your contract is and do exactly what your contract says yeah but if you're doing it at a higher quality or like a higher care of quality 
Like you can still make a difference in that way. A hundred percent because you're, you're paying me for, for this and I'm delivering on this and I yeah. can also deliver it at a higher quality and you're not, you're not going to pay me more necessarily. I mean, and maybe long-term my pay begins to match my quality of work, <laughs> hopefully, uh, but to some degree I just do. Well, it but in I'm teaching that's not the case, right? So like, I mean, yeah. I can't really speak to other industry, but like the quality I mean, other than being put on probation and potentially fired, like my quality does not determine my salary. Mm -hmm. Except for, um, like, I obviously want to be a good teacher and want to have good relationships with students. So there's, you know, there is a, I could work from 7.30 to 3 and only work those hours, which honestly I probably should because those are the only hours I'm getting paid for. Um, I don't regularly, but... um, like I could do that and do it well um, and still be adding to my students' lives and yeah. making a difference to what they're learning and how they're learning. Yep. So. Yeah, and I think it's just kind of one of those things. It's uh, a, a pers- just a mind shift perspective thing and going, what, what do I mean when I say make a difference? What I mean is you're going above and beyond because you just choose to go above and beyond because that's your part of your character. It's part of your integrity. It's part of this. Um, and that's, that's what's really going to be the making the difference piece that I think is, is. Yeah. I think it's also like, you talked about community a lot too in the talk. Um, and like community policing was one of the ones that I was like, oh yeah, that's totally something that happens and not in a, like, I'm going to call the police on you or like, like not in a confrontational way necessarily, but just in a, like, we're going to hold each other accountable to the things we've agreed to do. Right. Um, and so that's also part of it as well is like when you are opening yourself up to having other humans in your life who are part of your community be like, um, did we agree to do that? Like you're also like that's part of making a difference as well of like, hey, I'm part of this community and I'm going to make choices that are going to benefit my community more than they're going to benefit me personally. Yep. yep. Um, and so that is also part of that aspect of like. Okay, yeah, I could work just the things that I'm going to work, but that's not going to benefit my community. And I want to make choices that are going to be a benefit to my community, right? So, you know, whatever it is, like, I'm going to pay a little bit more taxes so that we can have more schools. I'm going to be a little bit... Are you trying to push me to vote vote Um, for something? No, I'm just saying that's like a relevant topic right now. If you live in the Tri-Cities, all three school districts are asking for some funding from the voters. Um, Pasco in particular. But... um, February 14th. Anyway. um, (laughs) (laughs) My dad texted today and said, just want you kids to know I voted yes for my grandkids today. He said, thanks, Dad. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Because, you know, like that is, you're not doing that for yourself. If you are a retired person and you're voting yes for a bond or a levy. And and your kids live in a different state. In a different state. You're doing that for your community. Yeah. And your community needs it. Right. And you should be making choices for your community that are going to inconvenience you a little bit. Yeah. Because we don't live in isolation. We live as a unit and we live in community with each other. And I think like when I read the Bible and I read stories, like throughout the whole Bible, God is like, you're going to need to choose the us of your community over the me of yourself. Yep. 
And that was really the second half of the, the yeah. part of the talk uh, was that idea of hyper individualism versus a community long term thinking. There, there will be some times in your life where you will plant something that you will never reap the benefits of. You will, you know, build a tree that doesn't produce for 20 years and it's not going to be you that gets it. You know what I mean? But it's going to be somebody else that comes <laughs> behind you. Um, uh, that, that kind of language shows up yeah. in, in biblical uh, scripture all the time and looking beyond just, well, what's in it for me? Well, what do I get out of it? Well, you have got some things that you did not get at, exactly. put yeah. into it. So that's why you do this. That's why yeah. you live like and this. Even, and even if you don't, yeah. You do it because you care about the people who are in your community now and will be in your community in the future. Yep. And you are a, you are a steward of what you have now so that those who come after you have something as well. Yep. And so how are you going to hold the things that you've been given so that they're still here for the people who are going to come after you? If you really want a legacy, right, then you need to have the ability to give the things that your ancestors are going to need. So what are you doing now that are gonna that's gonna help that be prolonged so that your great great grandchildren can have the life you want them to have? Yep. Yep. So how do I make a difference? Well, you start taking the <laughs> focus off of just thinking exclusively out of hyper individualism and yeah. definitely onto a more relationalist sort of mindset. And hopefully yeah. there were some things to kind of think about and you were able to you know, work it through your own personal grid and your lifestyle and where you're at and season of life and income level and talent level, intellectual level, all that kind of stuff and can make some sense of it and move forward in what I believe to be the way of Jesus, which is interesting. So any other takeaways for you? No, that was it. Oh, actually I did have a funny one Yeah, because you, you were talking about like the building of the tabernacle a lot. And it was like acacia wood, and I just bought a bed like right made before of acacia Christmas. Wood? Made of acacia wood. How many wood. cubits long is it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like two. Is it gold plated? No, it's not oh, gold plated. Oh, jeez. <laughs> acacia wood. That's uh, funny. It made me lol. Yeah, that was a, that was a good bit. As I was reading through that, and I wrote that whole IKEA. This is, feels like an IKEA. It does thing. feel like an IKEA, uh, especially when like put the poles in and then. Yeah. Ra- <laughs> I was like, so good. Can't wait to talk about this. I couldn't wait to talk about the Trudy garbage can story. Oh, either, yeah. You, you pretty, have such good quality. stories about Trudy. Poor so Trudy. great. I, I, <laughs> I want her someday to come to our church, which would be great. But I also <laughs> think that half of my humoristic stories would be like, I can't talk about that now. She's yeah. <laughs> in the chairs. She watches online. So I'm kind of torn. I, I'll be honest with you. A little, little torn. But Yeah. Oh, Trudy. I'm, I'm, I, think I'm, I think I'm good. I think she's... Locked in on her walks on Sunday morning. So, all right, let's jump into our something interesting. Uh, yeah, I, I started. No, you started. Yeah. yeah so I, I go first. Mm-hmm. All right. So over the weekend, I have a, a a loose friend, I would say acquaintance, who used to be in the Tri Cities, who's now in L.A. Uh, and he shared on his Instagram, uh, not Instagram story, Facebook story, real or whatever they call him on those ones. Uh, a video of, of him and his family at the new Super Mario World at Universal oh. Studios. And I said, what is this? How Do have I not like, heard of this? Do you get to actually play Super Mario, like as a person? So you, it's it's a new land that Universal has spent like a big chunk of money on. They're the ones uh, that have also done the Harry Potter land. Yep. And they, this is like their next, the next big thing that okay. they've done. Uh, and they opened one in Japan um, in back in 2020. It was scheduled to open in 2020. Then it opened. Then they had to close it because of COVID. And then they reopened it. But it's been open for about a year and a half now. And this new one is 
scheduled to open on February 17th. Somehow this kind of friend of a friend uh, got tickets and was able to go in and take some cool videos and go on the, like some of the rides and stuff. And I'm telling you, as somebody who grew up playing so much in 64 and Super Mario World was everything, this one just hits a little differently. I saw Harry Potter Land and I was like, oh, that's really cool. I'd like to go check that out. And when I was there, I was like, this is the most immersive world I've ever been in. And then I saw this one, just videos of it. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my word. I have got Sign to go there. Up. Sign me up. Nice. This looks absolutely insane. That's really cool. I spent 10 minutes in my office today watching a video <laughs> of somebody walk through the land and go on one of the rides. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I sent it to like a couple of buddies who I'm like, I know we're Mario heads growing up. Being like, guys, when are we planning this trip? When yeah. are we going? Screw the kids. Forget them. We're out. Um, just for It us. looks awesome. And so they it's have- for millennial adults. That's what this park yeah, is for. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> They have a uh, they have a, a a ride one only one ride in the L A version. They have two in the um, Japan version. So oh, they're okay. probably opening the second one here. But yeah. the first one is, is uh, Bowser's Revenge, and Ooh. it's a uh, it's like a Mario Kart. You're in a cart riding along uh-huh. and shooting things and gathering stars and all nice. kinds of stuff. And it's it's got a um, like a visor that reads the direction of your eyes, oh. and so you have to just you like you steer and with oh. one thing, and then you look at all, all the different uh-huh. things that you want to shoot at and that's how you that's how you shoot that's how you shoot is, what? It's, it's really creepy that sounds really scary yeah I it's think crazy. I might get sick I'm sure those headsets <laughs> alone are just like ridiculous you know what I mean uh, in terms of how much they are or whatever yeah. but again like you walk through and like the whole set the outside area just feels like some place that you just want to go check out so anyways uh, February really... 17th it opens up that sounds really cool. Universal California only. They do have plans to build it in Florida, but it is not even broken ground. So um, save your save your money. Yeah. Stay closer to home and go to Cali anyways. So <laughs> that's a lot cool. Cheaper. Yep. Um mine is about um sound and taste. Did okay. you know that the sound that you're envi- in your environment can impact how you taste things? Ah, uh, no. Uh, that <laughs> That's interesting, though. Yes. I wonder. Uh, so yeah. I listened to a podcast from Radio Lab about flying, um, and one of the little like segments that they did was about how bad airplane food is. And one of the reasons airplane food is bad, there's multiple reasons, but one of the reasons airplane food tastes bad is because the decibel level of the engine in, when you're in the plane um, reduces your ability to taste salty and sweet. Oh, really? Yeah. And so but they give you pretzels and peanuts. Exactly. And and so but it increases your ability to taste umami. Okay. And so really what you should do is bring some MSG with you yeah, on the plate. Right. Bring a sprinkle, cup of noodles. And sprinkle a little bit on the food if you're gonna have food. Um and or bring some like if you're gonna bring food with you, bring something that has like high umami flavor. Um and then there was I don't remember like there were a couple other ones, but there are, and I don't remember the decibel level, but there are certain decibels or like patterns of um, music that enhance sweetness or enhance saltiness. Um, but apparently taste is like a full sensory perception. So it's like your smell, it's like looking at it, 
Um, it's like a feeling sensation and then and then also sound apparently, which I was like, what? Sound impacts how you taste things? Yeah. Um, and I just, I thought that was super interesting. I've heard that like colors and stuff as well in terms of <clears throat> yeah. how much you'll eat. Uh, you'll eat less if you eat off a blue plate. Yeah, because blue is not visually appetizing. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you because know. Because there isn't really anything that's natural that is blue. Like blueberries aren't. Actually, blue. They're, They're like, like purple. Purple. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, anyways, buy yeah. a blue plate and start <laughs> lose some weight. I guess that's my that's think, my that's my pro tip. But I don't think it works <laughs> if you cover the whole thing in food. Yeah. No. Probably not. So <laughs> probably not. I've got a bunch of Doritos, but it's on a blue plate. So, oh, yeah. it's Cool Ranch Doritos. They come from a blue bag. I don't know. They got those at Costco recently. They never have them at Costco. They have Cool Ranch right now. It's it's very bad. It's so bad for me. So oh, is like Blue Ranch your favorite or Cool uh, Ranch your favorite? Well, better Blue than Ranch. the typical options that are at Costco because <laughs> they only you know they don't have a ton of flavors. If you want Doritos, it's oh. you don't like nacho cheese. cheese? I mean, it's fine, but it's not. <laughs> it's not Cool Ranch. It's cool's in the name, Megan. Come on, it's so good. You don't like spicy Doritos? No. So all of my kids eat. I they know. all eat only spicy. I go foods. listen. I go to your school because like. <laughs> Um, you know, for the basketball games and stuff, yeah. and I go to your stupid vending machine. Oh yeah, it's all like takis and, and hot, hot Cheetos, Cheetos yeah, yeah, everywhere. Yeah. It's an entire vending machine yeah. with seventeen rows of hot Cheetos. <laughs> Are you kidding me, kids? <laughs> yep. This is tearing up your insides. <laughs> they love them. I would hate. I to do be have some kids plumber. who eat them, and then they go. Whew, like like that hot like and I was like why are you eating them then like They're so nobody good, wants Bojan. variety nobody <laughs> nobody wants Cool Ranch barbecue what is happening with these kids I'm so old I'm so old I do not get it oh I mean I don't get it either I'm fine if like oh man look I'm just they laughing got because I didn't think this would be the three thing rows that, like, they got three rows of flaming hot Cheetos but look I'm you know there's some other options I mean I'm telling you the entire no, vending uh, no machine. I believe you. It's 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 mind boggling. Yeah. So, anyways. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, yep. <laughs> it's really powerful. On that note, I suppose we should probably wrap this up. Um, this weekend, I think we the kick- moral of that story was everyone needs to buy Brent flaming hot. Cheetos. No, please God, no. <laughs> if I need to like scrape my floors, I can add water to it and rip off the linoleum, the glue. I don't know. Something. It's terrible. <laughs> All right. Um, anyway. This weekend, we kick off a brand new series <laughs> called Through Peasant Eyes. We're going to be looking at some of the parables of Jesus through the eyes of, hopefully, kind of a first century, what the what would the first century audience have heard that perhaps we, as we drive in our luxury cars and homes, not maybe resonate with as much. That's um, fair. So, uh, checking that out. It's going to be a four-week series that kicks off at 9, 15, and 10.30 in person, 10.30 online. And we did have some issues with our live stream this last week. Okay. We apologize. Um, so we are working Good thing uh, I came. hard <laughs> to at, I know, at getting some version of the talk up on okay. the video. So it, you're probably getting this on Wednesday. It's probably live now. If you were like frustrated on Sunday trying to log in, we get it. We understand. Um, it kind of is a problem. It was a little bit outside of our control. So we're trying to figure out some options to kind of smooth that over. So anyways, all that to say... 
uh, if you want to really just bypass any sort of that, you can just show up in person, and, and I, pr- <laughs> I promise it'll it'll work better for you. So plus, you get to see Kylie on video, uh, mm-hmm. or whoever's doing the video this yeah. week. Yeah, I and, mean, I was uh, the week before. So. Yeah, you get to see some cool people and a funny video clip that we can't uh-huh. legally show on a live stream. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, all that stuff. All right, uh-huh. that'll do it for this week's episode of Say Something Interesting. Have a great week, guys. Bye, everyone.